Hey everyone, I'm Diana Silva. And I'm Kate Galliford. Today on Retrospect, we look back on a semester of Fordham Athletics with sports and health editor Patrick Moquin to discuss which teams had a home run this season and which teams couldn't quite get their heads in the game. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. We're very happy to welcome sports and health editor Patrick Moquin back to the podcast. Patrick, thanks for coming on. We're always happy to have you. Happy to be here. Obviously, the entire year has been really hectic with a lot of different modifications and rescheduling and postponing and all of that happening in the world of athletics. So what do you think were some of the most notable highs and lows for our athletic teams this semester? Sure, absolutely. Uh, So obviously with the pandemic in place, there have been a lot of readjustments, as you've just mentioned. And one of the weirdest ones that was perhaps a low light was the rescheduled football season. So the football season from the fall had to be pushed to the spring. But an issue with that, obviously, is that it was going to be shortened. And originally, I believe it was supposed to be five games. It ended up being three games, if I'm not mistaken. And really, that's not a suitable football season. And it really robs the players of their time as well. So that's unfortunate. Highlights really just include um, spring sports that went on as planned, more or less. There have obviously been postponements along the way, particularly for baseball and softball. But in the games they have played, they've done extremely well. So performance on the field and on you know other uh, sports venues has been fantastic. It really just comes down to outward forces that have affected things poorly. With the shortened season, it's been really difficult to adjust to certain schedules and I'm sure the players were a little bit discouraged about the shortened season but they were still happy to have a season at if anything at all. Have there been any major surprises to come from this season? Not necessarily surprises I would say. There have definitely been some very impressive performances though. I think especially again just going back to baseball and softball both teams have done phenomenally well and both teams have some extremely special pitchers that, you know, I did, it's not surprising that they're doing well, but it's extremely encouraging to see them doing as well as they are. On the baseball side, uh, Matt Mikulski has been lights out. He is not only one of the best pitchers in the Atlantic 10 Conference, he's one of the best pitchers in college baseball, statistically. I believe he has a .92 ERA. Anything under two is phenomenal. For, so for him to have a .92 is extremely impressive. And it's basically a guarantee at this point, uh, barring any unforeseen incident. It's basically a guarantee at this point that Mikulski gets drafted to the MLB. And uh, that's a tradition for Fordham baseball at this point. We've had Kyle Martin, John Stankowitz, Jake McKenzie. There have been some phenomenal players to come out of Fordham, but Mikulski has really impressed, even in comparison to those players. Uh, on the softball side, Maddie Augenbaugh is a graduate student, and she's arguably one of the most prominent athletes at the school. She's led the softball team for years. The softball team's been dominant, and they continue to do so this year. They're 13-0 in the A-10 conference. A bit of a grain of salt with that because they've played LaSalle University eight times, and LaSalle University has not won a game this year. But still, they are undefeated in their conference. They're, I believe, 25-5. and Oh, no, 29-5 and now on the season. Uh, Maddie Augenbaugh, she's been on the team for several years now. She's led the team to multiple championships, and she's been joined this year by a freshman. Her name is Devin Miller, and she's been just as great on the mound as Augenbaugh, which is really impressive. And to have two aces of that caliber is really good for the softball team, and they're going to look to pursue an A-10 championship as they have in almost every year in the past decade. 
I know that a lot of your coverage this semester is focused specifically on baseball and softball. So we wanted to kind of ask you, starting off with baseball and how they perform this season, what do you think in general they can be doing to further improve their performance? And what are some things you'd like to see more of in terms of performance from the key players? Sure. So a big struggle for the baseball team recently has been whenever Mikulski isn't on the mound presents a serious problem for them. They do have some excellent pitching behind him, but they really do do better when their ace is on the mound. This past weekend, for instance, they played uh, St. Joseph's University. And in two games, they lost by more than 10 runs. And then with Mikulski on the mound, they won. And they won another game close. But those two blowouts are really concerning for a team that is really best one day a week. So they really have to work on, you know, just improving their offense. They're they're not averaging uh, many runs a game. If they could bolster their offense and if other pitchers can uh, perhaps obviously not equal Mikulski, but if they can maybe step up a bit more on the mound, I believe that that would help them monumentally because the A-10 tournament, it's uh, series-based in many cases. So one game isn't going to do it in every scenario. You're going to have to win a couple of games to advance. And if Mikulski's not on the mound at this point, it's really a toss-up. Their games become much more volatile. So that would definitely be the thing to So we just touched on baseball and your thoughts on the season and players and key players. Uh, What about women's softball? What are key players there? What are expectations? What we were surprised about? Uh, Sure. So softball, it really comes down to, it's not a matter of will they perform well? We knew they were going to perform well. It really comes down to how can they compete with the best teams in their conference. And we really don't know yet how they compete with the best teams of their conference. Um, Again, obviously they're undefeated in the A-10 at this point, but like I said, they've played LaSalle University eight times and LaSalle University is still winless on the season. So they really just have to prove at this point that they can compete at the level they've competed at in the past. Um, There's no indication that they can't do that. Uh, They've played phenomenally well and it really wouldn't be surprising if they made a run. They still have to prove that though. And there's a month, there's less than a month now until the A-10 tournament starts up in late May. So I think one of the most memorable events, but especially like shakeups and staffing to come from this semester, definitely came with the departure of the men's basketball coach, Jeff Neubauer, and then the recent hiring of his replacement, Kyle Neptune. I know that was kind of like not an unexpected change, but a notable one. So do you anticipate anything in particular from this new kind of era of Neptune for men's basketball and what are you hoping to see will kind of turn around for men's basketball with this new hiring? Uh, yes, the uh, men's basketball team, a big shakeup there. Um, Neubauer out, Neptune in. I think going forward, Neptune's going to have his hands full. I think the, uh, there were, we covered recently the departure of Joel Soriano. He was their star and he's going to go to St. John's now. And they really don't have any uh, big men on the court now. They're going to have to recruit them. And it's going to take a couple of years. Neptune is not going to turn this program around overnight, I don't believe. But uh, he can certainly work towards it. And uh, he has the connections. He's coming from Villanova. And his message is certainly to uh, foster a new culture at Fordham for the men's basketball program. And I don't put it past him to accomplish this. But I would definitely definitely demonstrate patience with him because the team is not at a level now where they can compete in the A-10 regularly. They're definitely at around the same level, if not worse, than they were at the start of last season. Yeah, and then, I mean, just as a follow-up to that, I know that 
the men's basketball team has kind of been struggling in recent years. And part of that has been attributed to Neubauer's kind of leadership. But do you think that it's at all related to any institutional issues within the Fordham Athletics Department? And if in general, there are any institutional changes that you would like to see take place in kind of a, a certain direction that athletics in general needs to take in the future? Absolutely. I think any any specific point I made on that would be conjecture or speculation. And I won't attempt to do that too much because obviously I'm not there every day. I'm not a part of the men's basketball program. I'm not exactly sure what the problem is, but I wrote an article about Coach Neubauer's tenure. And if you look at his career at Fordham in relation to previous coaches who have also flamed out in a similar manner over the past two decades, it really becomes clear that the coach isn't the common denominator for these uh for these shortcomings for the men's basketball team. It really comes down to other things within the program. Some people say facilities. Some people say our uh, recruiting ability, which really shouldn't be a big issue, but some people claim that that's the issue. There are a lot of institutional things that could be improved um, that they will have to look into because there's a new coach coming. And if we do the same thing that we've done in the past, which is put the pressure on the coach to turn things around in a system that isn't changing, it would be really difficult to see him doing any different than previous coaches. I don't know if you have any insight or thoughts on this, but volleyball is my favorite sport and I played in high school and basically my whole life. So I want to know if you had any thoughts in regards to their participation at the Atlantic 10 championship semifinals or Whitley Moody being named Atlantic 10 rookie of the year and then named to ABCA all East region. While I can't provide an in-depth answer, I can definitely say that volleyball team is in a good position for the future. You know, their future is quite secure, and uh, hopefully we can cover it going forward as we continue to grow. Anything in particular we should be looking forward to from Fordham Athletics in the fall? I don't know if there's any expectation. I assume there is that fans will be able to attend games in person again, hopefully. And yeah, what can we expect? So uh, the fall season is obviously dominated by football. In most uh, cases, not so much at Fordham, but in general, fall at universities is typically controlled by the football season, and uh, that should be back in full swing, and hopefully fans can attend. I know that it's a popular event for alumni to attend, and uh, students can get on board as well because the team is looking better. Tim DeMorat is is, uh, really turning the program around at quarterback. Team, he has some weapons around him, and the defense, while a slight issue in the past couple of seasons, seems to be turning things around. So um, they may be a worthwhile watch, which is something that they have not uh, been able to claim in some time. So yeah, definitely something to look forward to in the fall semester. Pat, it's always so good to have you on. We love all your sports insight. It's always so useful to us. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. This has been Retrospect. Thanks once again to Patrick for joining us and keeping us up to date on all the latest and greatest sports news. If you want your sports coverage in real time, check out the Fordham Observer's dedicated sports Twitter at underscore Observer Sports. Until next time, I'm Diana Silva.
And I'm Kate Galliford. We'll be back next week with the final episode of season five.